Before we get into today's episode, we have brought some answers to your question. You said you would like to study in Europe? Come study abroad. CSA can get you registered in one of the top government accredited university in Georgia. And no, there is no English test required. And they have all programs from undergraduates to postgraduate and PhD programs. You can contact them by phone at plus 995-593-304-153. You can send them an email info at c-studyabroad.com or find them on the web at www.c-studyabroad.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, people. My name is Ayomide Fadumi. And my name is Wansalia Tia. Welcome to A Flight from Africa podcast. On this journey, through the lens of all the identities we behold, we share our stories, our truth, and how we leave our differences. In the world that taught us being too different, it's not welcome. So journey with us right here on this flight. A, a flight from, from Africa! Africa! Hey, hi, 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 people. How are you guys doing? I know, I know you guys have been feeling the latest episode, the, the one you want to bam bam, you want to chill with me. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, that was the other one now. So I hope that they've been bam bam and chilling with the big girls. Um, yeah. And the vulnerability, uh, you guys have been amazing. Like the type of love we've gotten so far, you guys. All right, good, good, good. We need to keep you guys, you guys keep being our corners, okay? We love you guys, honestly. We do. But today, we have something juicy for you. Something is juicy, but it's also serious and it's also important. And we told you guys, the flight from Africa is not just a flight that you can just sit on and don't have tough discussions, okay? These discussions are very important, are very key. We want to build that bridge as Africans in the diaspora. So we are here to bring you something good something to consider as well and it'll help everyone who listen to this our goal is to help anyone and everyone and i'm pretty sure anyone can relate to this okay but before we get into it let's talk a little bit about uh week how's uh how our week has been for me my week has been good i'm grateful to god for everything i'm grateful to god for the opportunity to be alive that's a gift in itself so guys i'm just happy i have you been girl Girl, of course, I've been, I've been great. I've been chilling with the big guys. You know, the last time I was telling you, I'm in the process of, you know, I'm trying to bomb, bomb. I'm trying to bomb, bomb. Bam. Now, you know, I think I'm really at that stage where I'm not a lot of the boys, but few of them, I'm starting to chill with them. You know what I'm saying? No, we're chilling with men, not boys. Now we have to change men, mm-hmm. not boys. But they're big boys. So they're like big men. men. Big men. men. Because if we say boys, that means we're, uh-uh. No, we don't do boys over we're here. We're not boys like mind. that. You oh, know? big boys, big boys. Okay. Big boys. It's not like boys, boys. It's just like a, a slang for the men because now oh. they're like, you know, a little more playful, a little more sleek. Okay. So, I see what you're saying. I get it. Ah, girl, you know. <laughs> but it's so funny. Like, you you know that, like, vulnerability episode, though? Yeah. So I was, uh, I was listening to a program or yeah. a show. And the woman was advising the girl, like, what? Because the girl told a guy she loved him first. Okay. I was like, are you dumb? Like, 
as a woman, like an auntie was advising the lady, right? She's like, are yeah. you dumb? As a woman, you will wait for this man to tell you I love you like 10 times. And then after he says I love you, you now start, you pretend like you're just starting to think about it, whether you love him. You don't just tell him how you love him like that. His head will swell, we take advantage of him. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's like the vulnerability, how girls are not trained to be vulnerable. It's yes. like, hide your feelings. You're supposed to show up. And that's all that, like, you know, when a guy is like asking you out, you know, you like him, you can be vulnerable with him, but you pretend you have like a cover up, you know, and you don't become vulnerable. You don't show all that you are. So, you know, I thought that that really flowed well into the pod. So I thought that was really cool to share. Like, that's why. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, and then, and that can have a slippery slope also in terms of like, you know, if, because sometimes that little slippery time space. Slope. Yeah. Slippery slope where? <laughs> slippery slope as in if you take too long now. And I know sometimes people will be like, well, maybe he's not for you. No, he was for you. It's just that you let mm-hmm. it over. I'm sorry, sorry now. Come on. Like, yeah. some people know what they want. So if you're there, some people can interpret it as, oh, she don't know exactly what she wants. So mm-hmm. you, you get to. So it's a yeah. good sign and a bad side. But yeah, that's a good pointer, though. That's a really good pointer. But guys, yes. And thank you guys for listening. I know we don't have a listener of the week, but you guys have been amazing listeners, okay? Yeah. So we love you guys. Yeah. Just from, take from all the love. episode, we'll do better. We'll, yes. We'll bring you all the, we'll, we'll bombard it because there's so many we have. So many, there. yeah. So we'll just okay. list all of them. We'll yeah. You know? <laughs> but this is an opportunity to tell people, like, if you're listening to the spot right now, a great way to support us is to take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, and tag us. Yeah. Tag, tag this babes. Let's repost you. Let us share your lights to the world. Bum, bum with, with us. <laughs> And also, you can follow us on our Instagram page, Apart from Africa Podcast. You can follow yep. this podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast. Literally, Spotify, guys. Apple Music, it, Amazon, everywhere. We have cheap. We are finally We're chilling with the people. Yes. <laughs> you can find us everywhere. Like Where? every single place you listen to your podcast. And please drop a review. We are fine babes. Now, why are you treating us like ugly babes? You are jumping on white rice. I know. Yes. We <laughs> <laughs> got some sauce. She sounds like Jalof. Like drop a review, you know. So. Yeah. But yeah, guys, literally, like what she said, follow us, you know, DM us. Hey. You never know. And if you want to go live with us, let us know. We'll go live with you too. Okay. And then we can talk about certain things that you want us to talk about on a live stream. So you never know. Okay. Take the opportunity, guys. Okay. I know you guys are waiting. You guys are like, oh, they're just gisting right now. Now we want to really hear what the topic is about. Ayo, do you want to do us the honor and like let these people know what we have to talk about today? Because it's amazing, it's serious, and it's important for our culture. Yes, I'm actually a little nervous though. Interesting. Are you? Yeah, this will be so heavy. Like, is there's something he's doing to my heart? And wow, hopefully, I don't fumble on this episode. But it's all the juice they don't give you about getting documented. Is all the struggles they never tell you about it. It's all the truths that getting documented holds that nobody ever shares. So yeah. we also want to, you want to chill with the big guys. We want to travel abroad. Mm. You know what's up? What it means to really be abroad. And it's like, whenever you tell people the reality of what it could be, it's like, you don't want goodness from them. You're stopping them from going to their next level. Like, of course, they just want to get out of where, where yeah. they are and be in the next best place. But you're telling them, oh, the reality of being abroad is this and that. It's like, uh, why are you stopping me? 
from being as good as you are and being in the land of opportunities just like you but you know today we're giving you we're gonna bring and give you all the juice and all the truth and the reality nobody shares with you about yeah. documentation yeah i know this is not what but before we go forward i just want to tell people my heart goes out to the pe- families that lost their their loved ones last night at a crusade in Liberia. I know how hard that can be, but my heart goes out to you guys. I know it's not it's not easy, but I think that that, that can actually be tied into even what we're talking about today. Because we think about documentation, we think about, you know, when things like this happen, there's where can you go? Because the, there's no answers for that. You know, the government is not taking doing anything in your country. So sometimes people leave their country in the hopes of finding something good and something better, you know? Mm. And then you come to somewhere where you think you can find something better and you're treated like trash. Mm. Or because of that, you don't have the opportunity to basically be yourself because you're scared. So yeah, that's something important. I just want to tie that into that because it can be a factor. Yeah, and I like that you shared that because sometimes people try to bring a negative light to migration is like people that are migrating are not supportive of their, of their country they're running away they're ch- going to a different land but the thing is the the truth about the definition of immigration who sets that sets like immigrants away from other people is like people who move from one country to the other mm-hmm. in search of a better life Yes. And who doesn't want better life? Like people migrate from the U.S. all the time back to Africa, go Africa because the life they have here is not enough for them. So they want a different and a better life in whatever country. And that's the thing. They're not treated less of a human being. They're treated with respect, with love. They're not mm-hmm. citizens of that na- those nations. But we, yeah. when they walk on that continent, we treat it as human beings first. We don't treat mm. them as illegal people who don't have documentation. Yeah. We see them as human beings first. We see them as yeah. us. So yeah. we don't know why is is the other way around when we move from the continent to go somewhere else, be it America, be it Canada, be it anywhere in Asia, you know what I mean? And we're treated a certain way. And that, why? What, 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 is, what is this? I think it's a bigger problem. That's what we said. This topic is something that we're even going to examine. We're going to bring guests on the, um, on the podcast to really talk about their experience. But for yeah. today, we just want to start, lay the foundation about mm-hmm. this, you know? Yeah. So yeah. You know what you just said, it made me remember. Have you ever seen a place where like cops or maybe they're called ICE? I'm not sure what the name of the shredding cops are. Mm-hmm. Like going to a community where everybody's just running because most of the people in that community are kind of not documented. And yeah. so they want to up. It's like the most heartbreaking thing to watch. Like Girl. I hope nobody really gets to witness that like and i see it on like social media like in the uk of course we're coming from the u.s perspective yeah, because that yeah. is where we are like how like immigrants are just on the streets as beggars how cops are chasing them how they disrespected and just like oh the such a better life Look yes yes the hope of you know just being treated as human beings you know um it's, it's just it's a tough thing but we understand. So a uh, couple of ways we're going to uh, try to handle this topic today is in two ways, mean to like basically two ways. We're going to come from the angle of in the, from an international student perspective, because we have had encounters with a lot of international students who go through the, like this every single day, you know, and then we're going to also come from it from the perspective of dating, you know, somebody also 
as well who don't have the doc the whole doc, who have a documentation problem yeah. as well and yeah. and maybe how we can actually change our perception of people who don't mm-hmm. have documents or yeah. maybe if you know you're in school with an international student who mm-hmm. has a work permit and you know maybe you can get to understand their problem a little bit deeper yeah. and better and then empathize with them like have empathy you know when you're yeah. dealing with them that you don't see yeah. them as oh nobody forced you to be here because yeah. if we're going to do that then none of us will be in america yeah yeah so. and uh, as we share those both lines like we're going to pay attention to like most of the financial and mental weights yes. that yes. journey brings for an international student to get documented and for you know somebody in dating somebody, yeah and just for in case we get in trouble with any sensitive information on this part like if we have to say anything like marriage you know what we're talking about we'll say like the word m yes something like that if there's any juice we're trying to spew about stuff like that you know we use code words yeah. you even get it now you know <laughs> Yeah, so you know, just bear with us, but we hope mm-hmm. we know you're going to enjoy this, and we yeah. know it's going to be a very informative um section for you guys. And mm-hmm. thank you for sticking with us. I, you want to start, you know, yeah, like yeah, how, yeah. how are we doing it? Absolutely, and I think I'll come from that international student perspective because, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have like, oh, I feel like my whole life is filled with like 80% of international, international students. Mm-hmm. Even in my job, like, oh, people who transition from that journey to yeah, the military being in that kind of space where I work, like, it's me hearing the struggles. Like, I see the struggle every day. It is so close mm-hmm. to me. And that feeling of like just helplessness that I'm not able to do anything about it except to share information and yeah. educate minds all the time and be- before other people take that step because yeah. what people think is about now I just want to jackpot you know that's the Yoruba way to say it I just want to leave my country right now nobody really thinks like two three steps ahead so yeah. the only way I've been able to help the situation is to share information with people before they take that first step to think two and three steps ahead like bro my girl let me let me break it down for you the process to get it documented the reality of what it is is uh, much more than that first step just to jackpot just to you know go for that better life just leave your country and be in that next country that has Mm -hmm. an option of giving you hope and a better chance at life because that's the whole purpose of migrating so like for that for international student i think the most heartbreaking thing for me is to see the financial weight it has on them wow even the mental weight is just crazy like seeing my friends even after graduation right yeah they have a working permit i think they give you like that working permit for a certain number of time after graduation to get a job you know if a country hires you right after graduation is them is how much they pay to get it every three months to keep that working permit going it's like six hundred dollars and they're not working I'm telling you, even for them to get a job, like most international students that I know, like their first job out of college is through like a staffing agency. A staffing agency oh will only give you 50% of how much that company is paying. It's paying them. Pay- so yeah, if they, so- yeah, if they're telling, oh yeah, the job is $15 an hour. No, it's actually not $15 an hour. It's more than that. 100%. And then to know they're going to take like $600 to renew that working permit, like every time he expires, it's just like. And they have to feed, house. they have to use transportation, they have to mm-hmm. cover their housing. Like, how? Like, it's and just they still pay taxes, though. They still yeah, pay no, taxes. they still have to pay taxes. They're still mm-hmm. accounted for in the US. Yeah. 
and that mental, like for me, when I had to shed light on for an international state, let me tell you, that mental weight perspective is the worst part. So mm. while you're in college, that's why for international students, like the best time of their life. And I mean, maybe for everybody, it's like when yeah. you're like first year, second year student, because you're not thinking about anything yet. You're just having fun. You just, you know, international students, they're abroad. But first yeah. of all, to keep your classes going, you have to pay like, for like a cheap school in Georgia, you're paying like $8,000 out of pocket every single semester. is just mind blowing. I mean, yeah. I guess that's part of the financial weight. But it's like, of course, these people are coming for the search of better life, whether for yep. education, whatever that better life is, which might be education. Of course, it's not like their parents are like, of course, they're like freaking rich international students. But what about those immigrants that international students looking for the search of like a better education? But you're mm-hmm. going to charge them so much. What do you think the parents are going to get all that money from? To think yeah. they're going to pay for burden, like where they live, to think they're going to still pay all that much money, like I've seen a lot of international students be dropouts. Yeah, because they can't sustain that. It's, it's kind of hard. It's yeah. kind of hard, like, but that's why, like you said, really, this whole thing, you really have to think about it from the niche, um, the niche stage, right? When you leave mm-hmm. your country coming here, or when your parents say, we want to send you abroad to go to school. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe your parents might have money at the moment to be able mm-hmm. to sustain that, but then what if they lose their job? So, Parents losing, family losing their job can result into the students dropping out because now they don't have the money to be able to cover the tuition like they thought they would have. And then sometimes too, when we're looking at institution, we're looking at higher institution that costs a lot to go to. You know, and I understand that sometimes institutions, the, the schools that you go to kind of give you an open door to a company or job because the people you'll be around but yeah. I, I think sometimes too, when we're looking at institution, let's look at some of the lower institution too. You know, we shouldn't just look at where you have to pay 50K a year, per, or, or a year. Think mm-hmm. about that. That's a lot of money. And think about if it's 50K a year, let's think about it. That might even be 50K for in-state students. That might be for resident yeah. students, right? You That's not for international students. It's different. So I'm we should really, really... <laughs> I think we should really, really do a good job when we are actually looking at institution that we want to send our kids to that like look at all of those weight, you know, and then also we understand it's tough because you have to think about how much you're going to pay, get to pay for the school. And then even a document process from where you are, you, you have to pay for visa fee, airplane tickets, think oh, about all the expense you have to go through first, you know, and then you come here and then you have to think about accommodation you have to think about food and internet usually most of the time when they have to work they basically have to work within the school they can work outside of the school outside of uh-huh. the campus and yeah. that's tough because in school they, they don't pay that much they don't they don't pay that much you know what i mean and that's yeah. tough that's yeah. tough so and then think you're also competing though because guess what the piece the resident students also are doing work studies yeah actually yes that is very true so yeah. they have to they also need to be given priority as well yes so and, you you basically yeah. the, our international students are basically yeah. struggling with that because mm-hmm. you get they basically get the back end of it yeah. you get even though they yeah. have a quota the school have a quota of how many international students they can employ but mm-hmm. imagine you have maybe a thousand international students but the quota is maybe we can only get about 500 um 500 you know international students Mm-hmm. so what 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 happens to the rest of the other 500 yeah yeah they're left okay. to this is huge it's hard it's hard yes. 
And then yeah. also, we don't do a great job to receiving them and open our arms to them because we see we them. As, we feel like they're competing with us. And, and we have to yeah. get that whole mindset out that there's no competition because yeah. at the end of the day, we're all humans. Yeah. Um, we're, one in the, we're one people. At the end yeah. of the day, we might have different colors, we might speak different languages, but that mm-hmm. doesn't make you make the other person less than who less than a per- human yeah. being than you are. Mm-hmm. So, I, and, and it's tough. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. think about it the, the struggle to get here, and then they get yeah. here, they have to go through a whole nother struggle as mm-hmm. well to stay mm-hmm. here. And some yeah. of them don't even get into trouble, but they're still seen as illegal. Uh, not document, not documented. Let's be honest. They wouldn't have gone through the U- U.S. embassy to be here if they were illegal. Yeah, I know that when we think about illegal, we think about the other ways they, they talk about boats and stuff. That's different. <laughs> I'm talking about people. Literally, I'm talking about. I'm, I know there are things like that that yeah. happens. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah students. They are students, meaning they got accepted into institutions. Okay. Yeah. So they yeah. came here legally. Yeah. They, they came they came here legally that's why they got they have work permits yeah and i do think if they are behave well you know they don't get into trouble their grades mm-hmm. are up they have so much to con- give to this country they mm-hmm. should be given the opportunity to have a, a easy process of documentation yeah and to the transition even if it's not citizenship it should be at least a naturalization um mm-hmm. it should be not not naturalization it can only be it can either, at least okay. a green card Maybe give mm-hmm. it for like 10 years, yeah. you know, that way they can find their foot. Yeah. And then you, that way you won't have to worry about, oh, if they're doing something that is not quote mm-hmm. unquote going, you're going, going with the policy of the United States. If you yeah. give them the opportunity, they won't have to try to find other routes mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. because at the end yeah. of the day, they're looking for a greener pasture. Okay. Yeah. The that's country, what I need to They're looking for a greener pasture. That's it. So if we can try to do better yeah. and, and, and appreciate people what they have, because immigrants basically run this country. Let's be honest. I yeah. know oh, 100%. That, that, oh, okay. like, statistics have, has it. It's backed up. So yeah. if you're treating them like this and they're students and they don't come to do just anything. They're mm. doctors, they're lawyers, they're engineers, like the top, top profession, they're tech yeah. people, do you know? Yeah. So they're, they're not just the normal thing. And yeah. to, think about it. Go to hospitals. See how many Africans there are doctors in hospitals. And some yeah. of them actually started as international students. Yeah. I actually, now, this is true. Now you call them your primary care doctor. But yeah. do you know the struggle they had to go through to even get documentation in this country? Literally. I'm telling you. But they're just, contributing to the healthcare system of this nation. That's what we, you yeah. know, we're considered one. We have a great healthcare system, even though it's mm-hmm. questionable, you know, but Ouch. immigrants are the one contributing to this. She said that this. one. <laughs> she said that one. Oh, it's my goodness. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, you know how you were, you, you were talking about just that process that nobody yep. really talks yep. about. You know, the time it takes, you know how you were saying, like, uh, you have a physician, they started as international student before they got to where they are. You know, just talking about that process, the time it takes, you know, somebody that I know that was actually an international student. Okay, so he is like the two out of seven that's mm-hmm. whose story. They're lucky, right? He's a yeah. lucky person. You know, God favored him. So he got a job right after graduation and that company filed for him. But guess mm-hmm. what? He did not get a green card till six years after. Wow. And that's probably one of the best stories. Like, what are we looking for? And let me tell you, there's 
in the United States, you really cannot do anything without, without. being a permanent resident. If, international students, they have to pay for every single thing out of pocket. They can't yep. get a car loan. You can't get this. You can't get that. Like, you really need to do a lot in this country. You have to be like a permanent resident or a citizen. And we don't make it just so sad. You know, but one thing I really wanted to say is, you know, you were talking about, so what's our role? How you were talking about our role? It also makes me think about our role in another sense. Like, even we as people, okay, you're a citizen, you're listening to the spot, you're not in an international state, great for you. You know, you didn't have to struggle so much for your green card. Good for you. Good for you. But what is your role? How many international students have you helped? How many comes to your house to eat during Thanksgiving? Who is and you see your them in a different way. Your family, right? And you think Ooh, that they're just coming you? to eat. They, 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 you know, you see that. Why are you coming to my house to eat? Like, what yeah. are you? What are you like? What is your role in that? You, do you think what if they have the doing? option, they'll want yeah. to come to your house and eat? They'll want to have their own place, you know, a peace of mind. Because yeah. that's the whole goal of coming to the, come moving from somewhere is to get greener pasture, not to come and yeah. depend on someone else. But that's mm-hmm. the situation they find their, themselves in. So, what are you doing about it? What are we doing? Like, what are we What's doing? What's your contribution? How are we supporting them? How many international students are we impacted? Do we even think about other people like that? We're like, mm, they'll be fine. They'll figure it out, you know? But moving on, let's go into that dating life, you know? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> that one is, is a, that was a very interesting one, though. But do you have a story yeah. where you have dealt with, I know we're all immigrants, but have you dealt with, like, you know, somebody who had a documentation situation mm-hmm. that asked you out and how were you how did you perceive them be real be real it's honest to be real you know it is and this makes me feel so horrible because i'm somebody who is surrounded by like so much international i see the struggle i mm-hmm. see them break down mentally i see them financially like be burdened by these processes and yeah. so you think somebody like me would be more accommodating like yes and have like a clear mindset but i know i've met this guy there was this guy i used to know i still know him but you know uh, when he was asking me out i just i mean he's a good guy he's nice like there's no reason for me to have second doubts well i always had second doubts i felt like he he just was approaching me because it was to me it was too good to be true and this is probably like from trauma ignore that like how can a guy be too good for you? I just thought, mm, yeah, it's because he has second thought. There's a reason he's approaching me. This cannot be just a, a guy. You think and it was he, document? Yeah, he has to be because of something else. I can be so somebody be so good and so nice, and you know, and all of these good things. Yeah, of course he wants something else, and it's mm-hmm. definitely, you know, what like that documentation he wants to get from me, and that is so fucked up. Excuse my language. Like, right, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up you know yeah like, that is so messed up even for somebody like me and i'm saying somebody like me because really my life is surrounded by international student people going through their processes so you know i'm curious do you have a story i feel like you have involved that just shows the fact that you're honest to say okay i mm-hmm. messed up and you have involved that and i see how you contribute to what telling them opportunities and find any ways how to go that just shows the involved you have you you basically have evolved over the years and that's mm-hmm. important to point out um, for me, yes, I've dated somebody who had a situation, um, but I, I didn't see them in that light. I just saw them as somebody that we both liked each other, but it wasn't. And but the thing is, if some sometimes some people are just not upfront with you about certain things, yeah. and that's my thing. Like if you're honest with me, we Gucci. 
if you're not, people. Yes, but if you're not honest with me, and then I find out, yeah, that's when you realize that if I'm nice, or because mm-hmm. then for me it's like you're taking me for granted or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it just the honesty wasn't there, and that's where the problem came from. But for me, I didn't even have a problem. I can date anybody um, that aligns with my vision and my goals, and, and you know, aligns with what I want in a person. You know, mm-hmm. so for me, I saw that, but then again. But I, I have to question myself, like, was any of this real in the first place? If you're honest in the, in, in the beginning, and then that can be very hard because you can take that experience and say, and shut those to a whole lot of people. Yeah. I have friends who said, oh, I, I tried asking this girl out, but the only thing she focused on was because I, my document, I was, you know, student, you know, and I didn't have anything. But I don't think we should be in that mindset, you know what I mean? But I think, too, the reason why people can be a little bit skeptical is because of past experiences with some who weren't honest mm-hmm. about it. You don't, need to, you don't need to hide it. Just be honest. If you want somebody for M, then tell them that's what you want, you know, and let them know and have that discussion. If you want somebody for true L, mm-hmm. then tell them what it is, right? And then, yeah. and then it helps. It helps clear a lot of things. And that way, the person can be able to see ways on how they can help you. Um, maybe connect you with company. You know, those type of things. There are uh, ways, opportunities, but you have to basically be honest. That's my only thing. I think that's huge. That honesty, like, you got to be honest. But then, even when people show us honesty, are we ready to receive it? Imagine, I mean, how can somebody come to you and say, you know, I want you for the M, that kind of M? Of course, you'd be like, F you. No, I, but that's honesty, though. That's the thing. You never ah. know. You know <laughs> trust me. They, I know. That's what I'm saying. There are some people who will be like, seriously, right? Yeah. And then there are some people like, okay, I'm down for that, too. Mm. Because yeah, you don't know what, sta- what, what, what stages people are in in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, mm-hmm. you can't just take one experience and say that's that that's what it's going to be for every other experience, uh, mm-hmm. experiences I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to have. So you just mm-hmm. shut out. And then sometimes yeah. people don't know how to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And now let's talk about the lifestyle of people who actually, they maybe one person, you know, they were not green card holders and married, true, found love and married you know this person who was a citizen and what they actually face in that process you know i know a couple they found love like the love is like the sweetest thing but they keep getting rejected i think they got they went for an interview the first time and they keep thinking it was fraud it was even for they, yeah, documents, yeah even right? this is obviously like everybody could tell like they just love respect help each other so much the way they just grow each other is just it's obvious this is definitely yeah. good love, you know? And for them to, like, face rejection, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's just for documentation or whatever. You know, stuff like that is what I see. And I'm like, so what you're doing to our mental it's, health? It's, it's sad. It's, it is sad. But that's what I'm mm. saying. Sometimes one apple spoil the whole tree. Mm. You know, one yeah. situation can mess everything up because now mm-hmm. people are on the alert. They just feel like, because this person is an international student, he's marrying American, then that means it's all about document, but it is not, you know, mm-hmm. it's just true love. People find themselves, they're, tr- they're truly happy, 
Yeah, you got some really hard. Yeah, somebody who you fell in love with them, whether they're international or not, or not. Love has no boundaries. So why should you? Do you get what I'm saying? So that's something we also have to really consider and stop putting everyone in one box, right? Because it's not helping the situation. Mm-hmm. You guys are you guys are missing out on love, bro, and you thinking like <laughs> I know <laughs> they really are, right? They really are, and then like financially for those kind of people, you know, you know how much it's oh, Jesus. You know how much it is to file, you know, that first I don't know iPhone for I don't know what they call that marriage first thing. Uh-huh. Like couples who actually get married and then they have to do that first of filing. That shit is. I'm so people. I Expensive. keep using like. Like for every single thing, like how much they have to pay through the process, this stuff is costly. It is. You know, it's crazy the way, like how just immigration is a financial burden in every any aspect. Whether you're the international student, whether you're the taking the business route, the hired by a job route, yeah, you know, the it's, marriage route, uh, whatever route, it's crazy. It's crazy because there's some people who come, the, the company say will sponsor you and they come and then they don't want to compensate the people for their work. And then they start threatening them, but we have your papers. So you can't go anywhere else. And then people are stuck in one situation. Yeah. They're being on and pain or being mad, mistreated. And then also the, the society is not even helping the situation and calling them all type of names, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah, guys, I know yeah. this. I know this is a very huge topic. That's what we're going to get a guest on to yeah. basically help also t- talk about the experiences because yeah. I experiences might have been different, you know, mm-hmm. because it wasn't, we're an international student, you know what I mean? So yes. it was probably different, but we understand, we know, because we've met people, we've interacted with people over the years and we know the situation and we know how tough it can be. And also, we that's what the podcast, The Flight from Africa, is about. We want to basically reach out, you know, and build that bridge and have convers- tough conversations that people might feel a little bit uncomfortable with. We hope when you listen to this episode, it'll make you feel uncomfortable because we're not trying to make you feel comfortable. We want you to feel uncomfortable about certain things that you have done and maybe try to change the way you perceive other people who might not have an easy route like you did have, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I hope in the future, as we like bring other guests, we shine light on the actual struggle of people who actually go through the M. Yes. D-O, you know? Yes. Hope people actually get what I'm saying. Not- you know, people who actually do M literally for the D-O and uh, what the face from the potential partner that is doing it with them. Yes. You know, the- Sometimes they go through abuses yes and they ask them the demands the unending demands and how they turn them into financial banks just yes. because yes. they have to follow them to the interview and, and stuff like that it, yes. it's just crazy and i hope you know when our guest comes for you know that episode so share light on this journey which you know is sad so do you have an advice for people who you know before they listen they listen to this episode you know they never thought about the two steps ahead they just want to yeah. jump up that's that's what yeah. they thought about. So I guess the idea is really assess, sit down with your family, because you know our parents are not tech savvy. Some of our parents, you know, so they don't know exactly. You the mm-hmm. one, you are the ones who are telling them that oh, you got an opportunity to study abroad and stuff. But also do the research and help them understand how it's going to be. 
You know what I mean? So that they don't think, oh, my child is in America, you know, in school in America, everything is good, it's America, right? Explain to them, sit down and have this conversation with them. And also, like, while you're here, try communicating, tell them the struggles, you know? That's very important. And also just be honest with yourself. And then also, don't just stay in your clique, you know, because maybe you came from Liberia and you see a lot of Liberian international students at the institution. Yes, that's a clique, you know, because you feel comfortable, you have connections with them, but also network with other people too that are not from your country. You're from Nigeria. Don't just stick with the Nigerian clique. Move also and meet other people too and connect. Because trust me, if you're just talking with the environment that you're in, you're only going to be limited to how much information they have within that environment right so you have to move forward to and meet other people and see what what opportunities are out there and also click with your professors if you come here let a professor be your best friend i'm not saying i'm saying best friend like be connected with your professors if they need yes uh, go and say i'm willing to help volunteer you never know what that explains what you just said can i carry what you said and put it like on the wall and put like 100 exclamations (laughs) i'm this is you have to connect to your professors. International students, I'm telling you people, just, just, just be connecting. Because I actually remember, even me, as not being an international student, like my first opportunity in college, was literally, mm-hmm. I wrote a research paper. I went to this man's after office hour. Even, even though this man, this man is the one who calls me in your mind all the time, and I never corrected him. So he's my guy, you know, even though he's not my guy. So I went to his office, and, you know, I was talking to him, and I was like, you know, like this research, because I then I was talking about trauma. Like I wrote a research about traumatic brain injury because I actually suffered one before. And so yeah. my research paper was based on that. And, you know, all the struggles women go through and stuff like that. I try to combine everything in my research. And so me and this man, we were conversating. He's like, ah, oh, have you heard of the uh, Grady Trauma Project? And Grady is like one of, is the biggest trauma hospital in Georgia. And yeah. he's like literally beside Georgia State. I was like, let me tell you, this man, one word, that's all he did to connect me to the Grady Trauma pro- Project. You cannot find this anywhere else. This is literally by connecting to your professors. And this is probably the best thing you can do to your career as an international student. Yep. I that was, so. so that, yeah, those are some of the things. Do you have other stuff that you want to add? Um, It's just, I, I, I hope people are hoping to the truth. Yeah. So when you're you're planning to migrate, of course, it's okay to want to migrate. We're all looking for greener pastures. There's nothing yep. you don't need to be to feel guilty about that, but be open to the truth about the next journey that you're about to go on. There's some somebody who has been on that journey is sharing with you. If they say, you know, it's not that easy, it's not because they're discouraging you from having that greener pasture, because they definitely know whatever you have, you're wants to migrate is probably better there's a reason you want to migrate right it's not because they don't want you to have that greener pasture it's because they want to sit with you and let you know the struggles that nobody shares with you so be open to the truth that people are sharing with you because i feel like the people i have spoken to in the past and they just don't hear it i'm like this is really how it is i hope you listen and then if, because you're listening does not mean you will not look for greener pastures it means yeah. you will plan better and you will not be stuck and you will not right. be that guy i mean of course there's journey to things and everybody has gone through yeah. that struggle but you will not be that guy who's a graduate and washing dishes you know true not hey, to say I'm it's sorry. not bad but i know i'm sorry be like that. you're journeying to your greatness you will also be you know the physician that was an international student and journeying to his greatness but i'm saying we can go through better route if we listen to the truth and not be the guy who washed dishes before he became a physician just amen, amen. Right. amen dad amen <laughs>
<laughs> and oh, we're yeah. willing to answer your questions, your immigrantly questions. You know, you can send us an email on Fly From Africa podcast at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at Fly From Africa podcast and we'll, we'll answer. We'll be there. Questions. We'll be here to listen to what you have to say. Okay. And if you want us to sponsor something that you uh, add, hit us up, guys. Okay. Yo. People, I got you. Money, yo. Before you know, we make too much money. You better be part of the people who's giving us. I money. mean, be like, oh, I was part of their success story. Hey, huh? I said that way they can be like, oh, I was part of Fly from Africa success story. I know. You know that be so cool. That's why you got to tell your friend. Tell your friend to tell a friend. Tell, and a, friend, tell, tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend. And then the tell the whole world that Fly from is coming. Okay. Yes, guys. Now, before we go, we just have to, you know, also just pray. I know we have to tell Papa God, thank you. Because all these bombs we just dropped came from him. The wisdom came from him, right? So let's do a little prayer. Father God, Heavenly God, we just want to say thank you for this episode. Thank you for today. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you for our listeners as well. We just want to say thank you for the knowledge and the opportunity to share uh, what's on our heart, what, what research we have done and our experiences with people who are willing to also relate with us. We say thank you. Let your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 amen in amen. Jesus' name. Uh, this is amen. just something for you to take with you as you go. Uh, remember, in the U.S., if you ever thought immigrants are not the best thing for the economy, immigrants added $2 trillion to the U.S. GDP in 2018 and $458.7 billion to state, local, and federal taxes in 2018. All right, guys. Bye. I'll see you next episode. Bye.